What's up? Mala, mala, mala. We are recording Red Light Beaming. When was the last time you listened to that album, do you think? Um, 2014-ish, I'd say, circa. Like when it came out? Yeah, hey, up like I see them playing older. I think it came out maybe 2013, I want to say. Sure. Yes. Then you that slept on it. Align with. I mean, I was I was heavy close to to quitting drinking the first time. When, when you were bopping the heist? For sure. Would you attribute it Macklemore to the Ryan heist? Lewis's the heist? <laughs> no. I would not. Would you would you think of quitting Stealing. drinking the first time as a heist in and of itself? <laughs> no. Stealing your sobriety? Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to make light of it. <laughs> no, please do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being, I was living with Jared at the time when the Grammys, I don't know why I have his memory, but the Grammys came out and, you know, Macklemore, they won Best Rap Album. Yeah, and instead of Kendrick Lamar. Good Kid Mad City came yeah. out. And I remember being like, this is but bullshit. And I, I remember mentioning it to Jared in the thing and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, that's the right attitude. Like, this is, yeah, this is meaningless. <laughs> yeah, Grammy's like, who gives a fuck? It is, doesn't, none of this matters. Yeah. It doesn't change my love for good convention. Yeah, at all. <laughs> or, like, they're, you know, having that feeling of, uh, vindication. Not vindication. There's like a vindaloo. I don't know. When people ha- started hating Macklemore because he won it. Yeah. Uh huh. And feeling like he had his well deserved hate. And I'm like, well, well, he didn't do it. Like, it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. He didn't make music. He just made a very successful album. That's all he yeah. did. Yeah. They should have made a song together after the fact. They didn't? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard they it. They fucking hate each other. Yeah. Um, no, Kendrick Lamar decided to make a fucking. No, he didn't make a song. He just performed with. No. Imagine Dragons at the Grammys. I thought that was on SNL. No. No, no. That was at the, that was the Grammys? Yeah. Are you sure? You get two musical guests on SNL. Well, he's just a guest. It was a guest definitely guest, an awards yeah. show. He was, because it was like a him. Are you sure? He, yes. he gave his performance, then I can't remember yeah. the, how sure. the events unfolded, but I just remember occasionally more hitting that big fucking drum with a yeah with a boom one of those yeah. drums you know yeah and i was like a boom drum so it's so radioactive what i'm saying yeah. right now radioactive just fucking pump up the beats it was so pump fucking up tight. the beats anyways one meatball we all had dinner and we each well not morgan but we each had one meatball for dinner. I had one meatball <laughs> yeah. for lunch. There you go. So we all had a meal today with one meatball. Lucy included, Bruh. even though she only had one fucking bite. They probably This is probably a reprise for, for the Grammys. Know. All I'm saying is I saw it on SNL. You can't fuck with my memories, bro. You can't fuck with me. my memories seeing it on the Grammys. Well, what would you both. type in? What would you type in? Imagine Dragons Radioactive SNL. Yeah, you typed in. Wait, what? Imagine Dragons, Radioactive, SNL. And Kedrick Lamar is there? Yes, he is. Featuring Kedrick Lamar is what it says. 
Okay, what about Title this? Of the video. Grammys, Imagine Dragons, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. It was the first thing that popped up. Kendrick Lamar live on stage with Imagine Dragons at the Grammys. This is where he's bitten, beaten the fucking drum. I sweat my rust. I sweat my rust. I sweat my rust. This song fucking bops, dude. It's so good. Dude, this and Sale. Yeah, see, then you got this. And this. Those three tracks, Sale, Radioactive, and Bad City. Yeah. Listen to the audience. They're so excited for Kendrick. There's no noise for fucking... Well, they're also the slow part of their song. Yeah, this is like this is the bop in. Yeah. I mean, let me. They come back to radioactive. Let me hate on them. Yeah. Bury me with berries. <laughs> juicy, juicy berries. Yeah. Okay, he's rapping. He's rapping. He said, welcome to the new, new N-word. <laughs> oh, well, they said new kid. Well, they bleeped it. Oh. Maybe, probably welcome to this new shit. Probably. Ah. Oh, you got Aerosmith singing in the audience. Whatever, it's Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler, yeah. What's that Aerosmith Oh, here goes, here goes. He's about to bop this drum, dude. This is my memory. You turned around as all white. Bopping this <laughs> drum, dude. I can't see shit. <laughs> He's bopping the drum. Okay, I believe you. I don't want to close my eyes. Yeah. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. What Kendrick Lamar song would go on the Wonderwall? <laughs> there isn't one, Probably. <laughs> What about my auntie uh, is a man now? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a hit that everybody loves. Sally Bay is Mary, Mary. No, that doesn't make sense. It's both girls. What is it? Mary Ann now. So, uh, Seth MacFarlane is Mary Ann <laughs> now. <laughs> Mary Ann now. Computer just crashed. We're yeah. back now. <laughs> and we're back now. So I was just about to say, and then Jamal stole my thunder, that uh, mm. uh, it's the way she lights and looks her eyes. It is a beautiful. I love the she way got the thighs. <laughs> yeah. No makeup today. It's like it's a fine song, but it does it does. It's one of those that you, the more you listen to it, the worse it gets. Yes. Oh yeah, I remember listening to Section Eighty for probably the umpteenth time. In I think it was probably my probably my junior year, end of my junior year, and just being like. It just hit me. I was on the bus, and it just hit me like, "What the fuck? <laughs> this is kind of gay." Well, it's a kind of it's a gay cornball song. Yeah, that's like, it's like good for like new like Kendrick Lamar's like fresher. So it's like I don't know. Like I give it a pass just because sure. there is like a lack. There's like a I don't know. What am I trying to say? Like a it's shallowness. Like, it's. It really, it is the hook that brings yeah, it down. Of course, it's the of same course. with like um, the instrumental by Lupe Fiasco. Like, I was I literally love, about to say where it's like it feels like a Lupe hook. Yeah, well, like, like an old Lupe hook. Like the instrumental, the hook, 
if the whole song wasn't as dope as fuck as it is, yeah, then I'd be like, skip. But because mm-hmm. the song is so tight, yeah, that I now it's like the hook but almost it becomes a box. A, he opens a box, opens a box, turns a box <laughs> around. A box no lava. Box, it's a box in the box, but a box in a box, and I unlocked the box, and it's boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking so good. It's hella good. That was probably my favorite song of that album as a as a middle schooler. Right, where the No Makeup Today is probably someone's favorite song as a middle schooler. Yeah, off true. Of but it was because of his... Ver- I mean, how does the hook go? I can't even think of it right now on the instrumental. It goes... And he never lied. He never lies. He never lied. No. Because he... And that's all fine. It's only just... Well, it's only at the end when he goes, and he never said anything at all. No, because he never said anything. Yeah, whatever. You're you're over here starting the pod, fucking pre pod. You're like, <laughs> what, you, what were you saying? And it keeps me warm. It, it, it keeps me warm. It is because I, I don't know. It sounds more Buffalo Billy if you say it that way. Yeah, sure. Puts yeah. the lotion on the skin, yeah. but uh, the skin butt. Anyways, Jamal wants me to bring this up for some whatever reason. Just because he doesn't have topics, Stop so he's like, "You, I, this is my idea to bring it up." So he wants me to bring it up, but I. Uh, I would always say, uh, you got to adapt, roll with it, Darwin E. Ching. And I can't... Oh, I now I recognize it. And you know where it's from? No, but I know it's from a movie, I think. Yeah. It's from a Jackie Chan movie? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Why? Anyways. Why do you think? Isn't that a genre of movie? Anyways, uh, email <laughs> us, refills at gmail. Uh, dot com if you recognize because I can't remember if I brought this up on Potter or not but somehow I feel like I I did because I pulled it up on YouTube but it could just be I did it off pod mm-hmm. but I definitely Pulp fiction no but I've definitely played it for Rush Jamal hour. and he knows and then he he's telling me right now he's like you always say it and you never have told told me what no it is. that's not what I said what he said what I said was oh because you said it and I was like what is that I Ching I was actually about eating and sp- I didn't realize that you were doing a full quote or so- of something, and I was like, "What is that?" And then you just go, "You always ask me that. I always tell you, you okay, never remember." I- and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I feel like I've never asked you what that's meant ever. Right, but now that I do the full quote, does it still apply what you're saying? That yeah, I've told you, I've explained it to you. Is what I'm trying to say. And I said, "You may have told me." I mean, you may have said the quote to me before, but I don't remember ever asking. And you to here's my yourself. here's my um, <clears throat> here's what I posit to you. Posit it to me that when I explain to you where it's from, yeah, that you will then Go, have the uh, memory of being told what it, that I've told you before. Okay, that's what I posit. I can't wait to have that feeling in my body. Right now, you have a complete absence of memory, and I'm going to implant right. my memory. Right. It's like you being like, I or don't know. Pull it. I'm gonna I don't dig know why in. I have this memory of the Grammys. You're gonna be inside out. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's a quote from Collateral. Tom Cruise in the backseat of the car, and he says, "Fucking Jamie Fox, or whatever." You know, he's like, "We gotta keep go- going with the flow here, or whatever." Because the the shit's going awry. The guy fell on top of his cab. He's like, "We okay. still gotta go. We gotta roll with the Darwin E. Ching." And I've told you, I've explained this to you before. I don't remember you explaining <laughs> that I've showed you the same. <laughs> I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the guy falling on top of the cab. I don't remember <laughs> him saying that or you telling me about it. Yeah, no, I've, I've pulled Plus, it up. Plus, that movie sucks. It's better than Jamal thinks it is. It's actually his second best movie. What's his first? 
Wait, it might be his first. We're talking about Michael Mann, right? No, we're talking about Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, what? No. What's his first? His first movie? Is that what you're saying? No, his, his first, his best. best. His best. We've done this ranking list, too. Oh, his best movie. Yeah. It's definitely oh, not it's Collateral. Not- it's collateral. It's not collateral. What's better than collateral? First of all, Jerry Maguire is better than collateral. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> not even close. Mission Impossible 1, better than collateral. Um, Wrong. I feel like there is a really, really Edge good Edge of Tomorrow, one you might be Edge of to... Tomorrow, for sure, is better than collateral. For sure. They're comparable. They're not comparable. I think Tom Cruise's be- best performance is collateral. But that's not what we're saying. Right, but no, I'm saying like if, now that they're neck and neck, like how can I? Sure, put but one I, over I didn't put them neck and neck. I think I when we did the ranking, I collateral was my number one. Probably you love it. I think it's pretty um, good. I feel like I'm missing a big one that I love. Why do you hate collateral? I don't understand. Tropic Thunder, better than collateral. Tropic Thunder is not even top ten. Come on. It's not even in his... It doesn't crack the top... We've already done Tom Cruise rankings. Yeah, so we for can sure. Move on. For sure. We'll move on. Go reference that episode if you want to know if Tropic Thunder made any of our top 10. I'm pretty sure it made <laughs> Jamal's. Probably. I think it did. Um, it, it did not make my top six. Collateral? You, you only had a top or six. Or Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Collateral? It didn't. Collateral. Correct. What, what, made it, your, what was your number run one? Through your... Cocktail. Get the fuck out. That's a joke list. That's a Joe list. <laughs> so collateral is obviously at least your number six once you take out the jokes. I, I mean, I enjoy Cocktail the most of all Tom Cruise movies. Number two, A Few Good Men. Number three, Rain Man. Rain number Man. Four, a Few Good I Men. A Few Good Men is his number one movie. Collateral's two. Rain Thank Man. You. Rain Man's You're better. Welcome. Rain Man is not better than Collateral. It is. No, it is not. Yes, it is. It is maybe fourth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta move on. Let's move on. Let's we gotta move fucking on. move on. We have a fucking chatterbox sleeper over here. Oh, oh tell me about I it. I got into bed last night. Morgan is talking up a storm. <laughs> what did like, I say? Shut up. Were you mad You're at moving. me? Well, I was like, how am I gonna sleep if you keep talking to me? I got a vibe that you were mad at this morning. Oh, she wasn't sleep. She wasn't no, sleep didn't. talking. No, she was. Oh, 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 she was. She was talking in her sleep. She's saying things like. Okay, so just so I understand, you can help unpack all this. <laughs> you go on a trip, or like you full, like, or you mean like metaphorically, <laughs> but like nonsensical but clear, right? <laughs> That's so corporate sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she said, uh, "Let me unpack that for you." Yeah. She said, "Do you see any shorts that you're into?" <laughs> <laughs> you are going on a trip. <laughs> Yeah, Pixar shorts. Yeah, you're probably packing. Um, (laughs) Nice shorts, you're probably packing. (laughs) Uh, Was I saying this? Did it seem like I was carrying on a conversation? Well, you you go in and out. Um, But it seems like you were responding to someone with like, not full-on frustration, but... Agitation. <laughs> Sleep agitation. Like the way you would respond to someone at work if they gave you a task, like you thought you were done for the day or something, and uh, someone gave you a task, and you're like, okay, like, yeah. can I have a little bit more information? Like that sort of energy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a fun energy. <laughs> yeah, to be well rested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see what I unpacked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Go to dreamland. <laughs> um, That's wild. 
Yeah, that's all I got for that. <laughs> okay. <We'll> do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Do you talk in your sleep? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that really is a more of a you ha- question. You've that. laughed in your sleep. I've laughed. You also are just the lightest sleeper, bro. Usually when I talk in my sleep, I'm about to come out of sleep. Like yeah. there's been times where I'm like, fucker! <laughs> I like, wake up. I wake up. I wake myself up in mid like anger cursing. Like, it's That's definitely, wild. It's definitely like a dream. Not like it's a regular thing I do, but yeah. I'm saying like if in the dream something is making me upset, I will mm-hmm. get to the point of like waking myself up with anger. Yeah. Have you ever woken up like twice in tears? No. Okay. I've woken up emotional, like oh my yeah, gosh, moved. and then having a feeling of like what that's I got that's this got to be a movie and realizing like slowly after that sucks. Like, this is nonsensical yeah. horseshit. <laughs> you just th- yeah, it's just the emotional chemicals are dumping yeah, yeah. over a <laughs> nonsense story. Right. It's same with the anger, like it's not yeah. anything to really get upset right. about. Yeah, right. Or maybe it is. What? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> But it's like different. It's like nothing to get upset about. Or maybe someone it is. murders my wife, you know, and I'm just like motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. Like, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, that's never happened. I never right, but they do it in like a really funny way, so you should be laughing. I've never yeah. been yeah. murdered. <laughs> You've never been murdered. I, they should, even if they don't do it in a funny way, I should be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. It's joking. That's funny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Holy yeah, fuck, that's funny. Holy yeah, I would write that down. I've woken up movie. in tears probably twice. In yeah, my life. that's something you would do. Dream yeah. fellows, everybody. Yeah. Was it worth it, or was it? Um, how would you say? Put my thing down. Flip justifiable. It it? No, I would. The one time that I remember off the top of my head is uh, I became buddies with Michael Jordan. Oh my god! Yeah, I would wake up crying just at that. Well, yeah, exactly. But he like turns and walked away. I want to be buddies with Steve Kerr, not Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I want to be buddies with Michael Jordan? I want to be buddies with Steve Kerr. That's for crying. That's a, that's a real measure of greatness. <laughs> but no, he just turned. He was like walking back to the locker room. I was still out like on the court. Like we weren't like friends, friends, but like I got to meet him. Uh-huh. We weren't actually buds. But anyways, he was just like, but he had like a moment where he turned around before he went back down the hall or whatever uh-huh. off the court. I don't remember what he said, but he just like pointed at me like, you, man, like, <laughs> you got it, man. And then turned and walked away, and I just started crying, like, just so oh moved. You got it. And I woke, <laughs> you, I don't know what it is, but you got it. <laughs> and then I, I woke up and just drenched in tears. <laughs> you look like Michael Jordan. I sort of look like, I got the head shape for it. <laughs> you get the profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. it's happened one other time, I think. But I can't remember why. I think it was probably actually sad. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So to go back to your dream about Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Did he, well, he saw your chops, your basketball chops? No, I wouldn't. I don't know what it, I think it was just like as a as like a man, as like a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would think I was well, I had you this made him laugh or something. I don't know. <laughs> But he, uh, I, I was, um, I was sixteen years old when I had this dream. Like I wasn't a man; I was a little child. But he was like, "You, I, you got it." How old are you in the dream? Forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That was my age. You have know? you ever had a dream where I was you, older? Yeah. Oh, or I a have. Different age? I have. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Younger or older? Older. <laughs> I, I've had dream <laughs> like especially when I was young. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> especially that's when so I was funny. Younger. Um, it, this is actually really <laughs> funny. I think about this often. Uh, Ask me why I'm laughing. <laughs> why are you well, laughing? It's actually really funny. Yeah. Uh, so I would have like a recurring dream of me. So to me, like parental middle age has always been like 45 in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I look like when Ooh. I think about my image that I'm projecting, I'm older than 45, mm-hmm. but that is the, the embodiment. Right. And so I have a home and a family like with kids and like I come in and like I'm old. It's a very akin to back to the future. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like to walk through. Right. The you're then you're like the grandparents. Yes. And so like But what? I'm observing so, from Michael J. Fox. So Jordan is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not that level of detail, but like sure. the house is the same looking and I'm seeing it, you know. Your kids are played by you. No. <laughs> anyway, that's the whole story. I think I've had dreams where this is dream pills, where I am back in school and uh-huh. I'm younger, but I have the brain that I have now. So it's like I have like all this like fr- yeah. older wisdom. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I could be like more like you guys have confident no, with the you ladies. Guys have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you guys do it? Why do you guys fight? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you, maturity. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. You're just breaking up fights on the, in the schoolyard. Yeah. Hey, guys. And then somebody pushes me, and I'm like, motherfucker! And I wake <laughs> you up. wake up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. We had, it's a, we had dream chat with Jordan. I know, and he was Seldom. like into it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I got a lot of time to kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Capitalize. Let's see what Vegas wondering. Hey, Reed fellas. Um, last week and this week, I have seen cars with rims. And I haven't seen that in probably 15 years. And I was wondering if you see that in Colorado or is it making a comeback or like what the heck is going on? And if you hear sneezing in the background, my dog's going crazy. We do. Okay, bye. Cars with rims? I think she means like spinner rims. Does she? She for sure does. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because that's the only she doesn't thing. Mean, what else would clarify she doesn't mean clarified rims. Yeah, because fucking. She means like, yeah. Fucking Not like nine million cars with rims. rims. Not, I mean, because do all wheels need rims? Yeah, they're all on rims, but I mean like rims, like my car has rims on it, you know? Right, but not the kind that you buy. But even the kind that you buy, I feel like I see all the time. I never, I haven't seen it since, you know, the times when boys thought their cars were cool. This is insane. Drive down Federal, you'll see plenty (laughs) of rims. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm just not, I don't care. Wait, wait, yeah, you so care. you're saying... I'm saying rims in general. <laughs> like, just nice... Right? Even if you want to go fancy. Yeah, yeah. Like, something where you're like, whoa. Yeah, no, to me, no, that's no, spinner no, rims. No, no, not whoa, 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 just rims. Um, just, I would. Ha- it would have to either be an alarming color or, like, sometimes they... Yeah, they look like fan, like ceiling fans. Yes, spinner rims. That would that would be the only cues. To if me. she means spinner rims, then no, I've not seen those in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and those used to be all the rage. I used to want them to tell about it. And then I invented in my mind. I invented. In a dream? Well, because you know how to have really cool gloves? Yeah. That you can program to like so do sick. shit for you? So, so sick. So fucking tight. I also had the, the, um, 
invention, one of my first great inventions that are, have no concept of how to build was yeah, yeah. Um, spinner uh, contact lenses. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. That would spin, like if you blink, it would like re-up the, like just enough give it that wind or friction that would give it the spin. <laughs> I feel like you're halfway there to inventing them. Right, I feel yeah. like you do understand. <laughs> I understand. The tech. I, just, I just don't know how to make uh, a regular Prototype. contact lens. Yeah, you just need to. You give me that, because you know they were constantly Over. making like fucking transistors and computers smaller and smaller and smaller, smaller, smaller nanotech, whatever. Ooh. Yeah, and you can just take the same like a contact lens, same <laughs> thickness, mm-hmm. but now you split that in half, or maybe in a thirds. So it's a third thickness. Mm-hmm. You have one layer of regular. The middle layer is a spinny, yeah, and then the third layer is a regular, and it's all that put together is still the same thickness as yeah. your standard contact Lizzo. So, <laughs> so you're trying to contact Lizzo, Lizzo, if you could hear me. So, so let's go. I let's, let's make these contact lenses <laughs> happen. That's what I'm trying let's to get say. a Kickstarter going. I don't know anything about fucking rims. You don't think it would obscure your eyesight in any way? Yeah. What do you think it would look like? Just like. What do you mean? People have tinted, like they changed their color. With There's no way you could be allowed to drive with imp- impaired. Yeah, but like these would need to be. Are you, you saying you, that's not what you see with your eyes? It goes into your, your pupils. The light goes into your pupil. Oh. But you you're, don't, you're not thinking that there's like an. You don't sort see of, like right, my right, eyes but, are blue. But, I don't see blue. Right, 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 right. right. Nowhere. But but it doesn't go to the. It's not coming yeah. out of the center. I guess that's no, no, what no. I didn't understand. It's, like a, yeah. it's, it's an orbit around your pupil. Yeah, well, you didn't make that Okay, clear, yeah, so. yeah. But that's, yeah, Morgan, that's what I was picturing. Or maybe, I mean, the whole thing can be a whole, it's a whole thing, but, like, the center is clear. So when it spins, it's Oh, all, that's you true. You don't think there'd be any, like, shadow casting or any sort of, I don't know. You don't think that these details can be worked out? You get nano prescriptions <laughs> in the blades that would cover your... Dude, people have pupils. fucking lazy eyes and they don't fucking see that shit from their own perspective. You That's know what I'm true. Saying? Their eyes are going wonky wonked. Yeah. They're going every which way. People's eyes, they have like dots and shit. Wait, what are you saying? People with lazy eyes don't see double lazily? vision? Some people have double vision. Yeah. God, that's gotta be a <laughs> headache, bro. Yeah, it's like, fuck, man. Or it's I'm too tight. busy. It's like four titties. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I do these like community rides at this community center. What's wrong for my work? For my work, they always get canceled. They, they sometimes they do. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they always get canceled. <laughs> but no, recently uh, we were at one, and the kids there are, you know, this is these spinner bike rides. This is these bunch of little black kids uh-huh. who are just they're like between. Like six through twelve years old. Okay. Roughly. Um, the funniest ones are like the eight year olds. They have this they're just assholes. Uh-huh. All of them suck. But they're so they say the funniest shit. And they give me a lot of shit because first of all, when they found out my name was Jamal, <laughs> they were like, Your name is Jamal? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Are you albino? <laughs> I'm like, yo. <laughs> no, I'm not albino. They're like, then why is your name Jamal, dude? They're like, my uncle's name is Jamal. Did you give him the whole fucking, oh, it's No, I didn't. I just, I just tried and <laughs> changed the subject. It actually means beautiful. It actually means <laughs> beauty. Can't you tell? Anyways, so Gay. super funny. And uh, and then, 
So now they're used to the fact that my name is Jamal, and now they start making fun of me because I don't have any hair. Uh-huh. And this little girl, she... <laughs> okay, so she just sings this song. She's like, she's like, why come you don't have any hair on your head? And I'm like, um, you know, I'm just bald, whatever. And she goes, you gotta fight the barber. He pushed your shit back. <laughs> <laughs> And she just sings it over and over again. <laughs> it's so tight. <laughs> and then this other kid comes up and he's like, he pushed it all the way back. <laughs> These are fun kids. These kids are super funny. It's a blast. Ugh. It sure hurts my feelings like a little bit. Bob. And that's like a song. It's like on like TikToks and shit. And it's just like usually. Fight a... the barber? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got to buy the bar. Oh, it's a TikTok song? <laughs> Fuck. No, no. Not I mean, going to be the like, title. You know, it's not a TikTok song. It's just like a guy singing that the audio has been used for like someone's getting a haircut and they fucked up their lineup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sucks that all these kids are on TikToks. All the references to TikTok. Yeah. That's fine. But it was very funny. It was very funny usage of it. What's the difference? Whatever. Kids reference TikTok versus me as a kid referencing fucking Ace Ventura. Yeah. Like same shit. Same shit. It's the same. Anyways. Anyways, indeed. What do you got, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, buddy? Um, fucking. I don't have shit. I didn't know we were recording a podcast. <laughs> so, they, so this is what we brought up the the I Ching Dar with it, Dar with it. <laughs> yeah, like you have to roll with it is because they're telling me that I didn't tell them that we were going to record That's, a podcast. I did not say that. Joel I just said, said that I, I forgot. But you do remember that me. I did tell you. Yes. Uh, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Why does that make any difference? Because no, I don't want to go. But here's why. <laughs> we're recording it today. After today, we don't, we don't have to record another podcast. I'm not excited for that weeks. either. Three and a half weeks. That does suck. It sucks, but... In three and a half weeks, we're going to have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Probably we? not. I feel like you have less to talk about the more you chill. Yeah. No. Maybe you, because you don't write any, you guys don't like write stuff down to bring to the pot. So you just have to like, you're just like going from memory, like what happened over the past week. I, you know, I write some the past stuff three down. Three and a half weeks. I wrote down, you got to find the barber. And that's good. That was good stuff. Bring Thanks. more of that. I'm all out. Actually, after three and a half weeks and you go to Denmark, mm-hmm. uh, you should host. You okay. should bring a host. I should bring a host? Bring a host mentality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bring a host in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I got a pretty big topic we can jump into if you want. Please. Okay. It's time for Read, fellas. <laughs> R-E-A-D. What did you read, Morgan? Um, I read... Hold on. Uh, I read In Love, A Memoir of Love and Loss by Amy Bloom. Um, this is a... Easy, breezy would be the wrong word. Uh, it's a quick read. I read it. Beautiful cover. I read in two days. Um, it's it's basically about. Uh, she just tells the story of her husband getting diagnosed with Alzheimer's and his decision uh, to do physician assisted suicide in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> wow. But it, it really is just a 
like it's it's very moment in time. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. go super far back or like. It's not like when breath becomes air, sort of it's like emotion. Very punch, similar. It's very similar. So with the whole time I was reading it, I was like, "This is just not quite as good as when breath becomes air." Is it because when breath becomes air uh, came first? So probably it kind of supplants Maybe. that. That this one's not filling any hole in your heart. Yeah, it's already being filled. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. I gave it four stars. Um, it just didn't really like shatter. Kind of hoping the husband way. died yeah. by the end. Just like, like, fuck this guy. Yeah. yeah. No, who needs a physician? Just shoot yourself. Oof. Yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't kill yourself. It's funny yeah. to be like someone has Alzheimer's. They're real deep in Alzheimer's. Like, look at this dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's it is sad. <clears throat> I'd fucking rather have ALS for sure. Yeah, because I don't don't want to be a dumbass. <laughs> I'm trying to turn into a dumbass. Uh, but did you like it overall? Four stars. Four four stars. stars yeah, and I started another book. I've been reading a lot. Fuck yeah. Um, that was my whole topic was for you to talk about your book. Really? No, no. Oh. Um, I read. I bought this book. I read Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. And he's on Sam Harris a while ago talking about this. This has been on our bookshelf for two years. At least. A year and a half. I think it was, I think I got that like right at the beginning of COVID, I feel like. Yeah. And I've been meaning to read it. Um, but you know, fucking books sure. stack up. There's so many to read. Plus, whatever. it's a, it's a, it's a it's thicky. A thicky. It's a big thicky. It's a hefty. And mm. so it's like, okay, this is going to be about thinking, and it's a big non-thick, thicky, pretty small, pretty like smallish, smallish font. Yeah. You know, like this is oh, like yeah. over text. 400 pages with small font. It's like you could pretty much call this a five hundred. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> needless to say, it. <laughs> It's uh, these kind of books they they hit you. They no, they um. It takes a while. I feel like to get the gum shit. Oh yes. to pick them up and read mm, them for sure. Sure. Even though it's, I've really been wanting to. I feel like this kind of book. I'm like, <laughs> let me fucking. I can't yeah. wait to have that knowledge in my head. I just don't. Right. Know, I don't want to get scared. there. I don't have the gumption yet. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> take the journey. Why? Well, yeah. Well, it's not. How do you explain? Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Of course. Right. You're I'm scared. Like not starting. It's, it's, it's you're scared. It's a scary feeling. Yes. Anyways, this book is uh, full of uh, interesting shit. Okay. Okay. Right? Let me first first say that the title "Thinking Fast and Slow." The entire time, this, like I said, this book has been on our fucking shelf for mm-hmm. two years. I thought the title was. <laughs> Thinking fast and talking slow. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what I thought the title was. Yeah. That's really and, funny. Like I thought this. I thought this was a book about how, how like, Sam operates. Yeah, <laughs> and like kind of how like <laughs> like how Sam is executing yeah. perfectly. Like he has yeah. all these fast. Uh, he's thinking fast, right? But he's, he's talking. He's talking very deliberate. And I thought, mm-hmm. like, man, I need to learn how to do that because I feel like I, <laughs> because I feel like I think fast, but I. Talk fast. Right. It's all happening because same I, time. Because I'm trying to keep up with my thoughts. Because yeah. I feel like if I don't get the words out fast enough, then You're I'll forget. lose your train of thought. So I talk too fast. So I'm like, I probably need to read this book and like that learn is... how to think fast and talk slow. Like yeah. that's what the smart people do. Right. But this has nothing to do with that. I'm a dumbass. No, it has nothing to do with that. Now I feel like I invented the theory. 
Yeah, but like, dude. this is probably like how. I should write, write my own book. You should write your own book called Thinking Fast and Talking Slow. <laughs> Thinking Fast and Talking Slow. <laughs> Anyways, this book is all about um, system one and system two, which are just shorthand ways of thinking or of saying the way our brain works, where whenever you hear something, see something, get an impression of something, um, you have two things going on in your brain. You have your system one, which is a st- like a metaphor or stand in a shorthand for talking about the immediate subconscious, um, out of your control things that your brain is doing mm-hmm. that react to what you're saying. And then there's system two, which is when you actually engage your brain, and mm-hmm. try and think through a problem. And so these two things happen at once and how there's so much in this world that, our system one is driving us to do that. We're like that we justify with system two, like give explanations to, but not even realizing that system one has like fucking already kind of made decisions for you and stuff. Right. That without we, you system even two realizing. Is just writing a story. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many, it, there's tons of chapters and there's so many different facets to this and it's incredibly interesting. It's a big thicky. And it's a great book. It's really good. And like so many, he goes over so many studies of like that he's done personally with like his, like his other psychologists and economists and other fucking philosophers, like all these like actual lab studies that have been done that show all these like crazy results. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go through a few of them. Please? Yeah. Um, and this, this is non exhaustive. Like there's so many interesting. Um, revelations here mm-hmm. that you'd be like, oh, like when you actually engage your system to, you can like logically get someone to see their mistake. But unlike all these first impressions, people like just like intuitively get the wrong answer. There's like so many like just false intuitions that people have. That yeah. Just like, what if, why, why are we so <laughs> flawed this way? Yeah. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about is ego depletion. And this is where, like, um, if you keep your system too busy with something, if your system too is engaged, like, you have to hold, like, seven numbers in your memory. Mm-hmm. Like, remember these seven digits or whatever. Right. And you ask people to do that. This is what they did in the studies. And then, like, you offered them, like, here, you want this fruit salad or this piece of, this sinful piece of chocolate cake? <laughs> Like more often than not, they're going to choose the chocolate cake. Like let's say like someone's like trying to like stick to their diet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, oh, I don't know. Like they're going to be more likely to stick to their diet if their system two hasn't been engaged. But if you engage your system two more often than not, like. Cause their system two is occupied. So they can't talk themselves out of the impulse, the impulse. of taking the chocolate mm. cake. Yeah. So. Exactly. So the system one is like chocolate cake. That's what I want. Yeah. And then your system two is the one who will be like, well, let's think about this. I don't mm-hmm. want to ruin my diet. If I right. eat it, I'll regret my it. My system or two right. is fucking chilling on vacation, bro. You think you're In just my life. your full system one? <laughs> full system one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they do this. They do ego. Uh, it's called ego depletion, where you just if you and it's and it's crazy, like the results, like. They, if you, they say they, I think one of the studies, they, um, had people watch an emotional movie 
and just and the the ask was that you resist your emotions. Like if it's sad, don't get like like hold it in. Don't get right. Remind yourself you're watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, so like so that activates the system too of like to like logically be like I'm not gonna just react to this. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not sad. And then after that, they did um, like hand grip tests, like how long you can like hold. Like I don't know if it's like one of those squeezy things or if it's mm-hmm. like holding like on a, onto a bar. Yeah. And the people who resisted their emotions and mm-hmm. st- they were not able to hold onto the bar as long. Weird. Like it like it drains you. And it's not because you're like physically drained. It's because you, you can't can't mentally con- keep convincing yourself to. It's a it's a pain threshold thing. Like oh. your pain threshold uh. becomes um, more intolerable oh, if you've been engaging your system too. Wow. Oh my God, maybe that's what's happening to me. Like you're exhausted <laughs> from work and you're like, yeah. I don't want to work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah your, your pain threshold definitely goes down. Right. I mean, there's like, it's like all these things where um, they avoided, like, they asked them to avoid the thought of white bears, you know, like, oh, let me try and not think of white bears. Um, inhibiting the emotion. <laughs> I don't want to say polar bears. <laughs> Just don't think of white bears. <laughs> Inhibiting the emotional response to a stirring film, yes. Making a series of choices that involve conflict, trying to impress others. Oh. Uh, responding kindly to a partner's bad behavior. Um, interacting with a person of a different race. And then it says in, pre- in parentheses <laughs> for, pre- for prejudice individuals. Yeah. <laughs> like Jamal. Like yeah. And Morgan, come All on. Right. Um, so these depleted... Um, and, and then they, like studies found that these cause, like, you know, if you engage their system too, with like these sorts of things, it was shown that like, uh, they failed, they, uh, people deviated from one's diet, overspending on impulsive purchases, reacting aggressively to provocation, persisting less time in, in a hand grip task, um, performing poorly in cognitive tasks and logical decision-making. So it's just. I mean, does um, do they talk about addicts at all in this book? Um, I don't think so. Not extensively. Okay, I just that's very interesting because I wonder if like the the effort it takes to overcome the impulse of your addiction is making it more difficult for you to do. Other well, I think shit. what they're trying to show is that. <laughs> Your system too was actually like you need to engage it to like make non-impulsive, like you're into it. Like people like experts on something, mm-hmm. they'll like they spend so much time doing something where things that were system two become system one. Mm-hmm. That now it just becomes natural for them. Right. Right. So if you're constantly engaging your system two, you tire that that system two out. And you're then reverting to your system one. Yeah. Because you don't want to like, you don't have the mental energy or whatever to like fact check it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy how like everyone has like initial reactions. Everyone has like a, everyone has a system one response to everything. And mm-hmm. then it's up to system two to then fact check it. And if you fact check your system one and then it checks out, that's when things become beliefs in your mm-hmm. mind. When your system two agrees with system one. Now, now I believe it. So that's wild. It's pretty crazy stuff. That is tight. So uh, system one obviously is like, like muscle memory. Like you're talking about like you practice an instrument. Intuition. Some kind. Yeah. 
It's intuition. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why I know it, but I just what I, this is your gut reaction. Right. It's like, but yeah. muscle memory also falls in this system one. Kind of, right? yeah. Yeah. There's less about physical stuff than, but yeah, I guess it's your, it's your brain. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, get flow state, like people talk right. about flow state That's or whatever. System That's system one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So then there's this other system thing. System two makes you poop. So this is like whatever. This is <laughs> this this is basic stuff, right? Bum drops. Um, this is fucking basic. Uh, now let's get into priming. Okay. Okay. You guys know about priming? It's where you like you s- drop some sort of language ahead of the question so that you influence their answer. Yeah, uh, and the cra- yeah, yeah. it's crazy how it, <laughs> well it works. How it like just immediately. Like creates a like an illusion to your system one of like basically like you've primed them for like a starting place or whatever. Like they mm-hmm. give this this it's one study yeah. where they like okay they ask people to form sentences with like certain words. Like they'll give them words with um like they'll say Florida forgetful bald gray wrinkle like form sentences with that right. and then they do it and then they ask them to walk from one room to the next room and then perform a, a different task. But the whole study is set up so they could time the walk from one room to the next. And they found that when they gave people words like... Old. Like Florida. No, no. Oh. Old is not one of oh, the words. Oh, sorry, my bad. Just Florida, forgetful, bald, <laughs> gray, wrinkle. But yeah. you immediately thought old. Right. Yeah, yeah. And people walked slower. <laughs> From one room to Weird. the next, just by having those words, yeah. because they've been primed to like just think about yeah old, old age, <laughs> yeah like, slower That's life, crazy. And the opposite is also true, um, with like other words. And also, <laughs> I think well, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't want to speak out of turn for things I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and then they did like things where they held a pencil in their mouth like this. Yeah. Uh, Horizontally, like horizontally, and then hold the pencil. It'd be crazy pencil. to hold it vertically. <laughs> and then hold the pencil in your mouth like this. Okay, yeah, yeah, sticking out. And yep. all that, like, they just told them to do that. Sticking straight out versus horizontally. Yeah. What the people don't, aren't realizing is that when you hold the pencil in your mouth horizontally, your mouth naturally makes a smile. And you mm-hmm. hold it in your mouth poking out, yeah. you frown. Uh-huh, yeah, So. Yeah. They don't know that. They didn't realize that. So people, and they, they found out that people who were smiling um, uh, found things funnier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, were more, they were primed to, like, laugh more at movies. Like, oh, yeah, that wasn't a, a funny movie. Whereas people who were frowning, they're like, no, that wasn't a funny movie. Like, it's just like. <laughs> so they have to watch the movie with pencil in their mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fucking pissed. I wouldn't laugh at all. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, different things, like. People who were, they asked people to like test these headphones. Like they just want to like that's the the trick or whatever. That's the the premise of the yeah of the joke of the of the experiment. They're like we're just ex- mm-hmm. like we want to test these headphones. They put headphones yeah. and they're like we need you to like shake your head, make sure they don't fall out. Like shake mm-hmm. your head like this. They asked them to shake oh. their head in a nodding position. Right. And in the thing, they were playing like mess like political messages. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. they found that the people were more agreeable to the messages if they were nodding. Whereas if they told them, like, can you test the headphones by, like, shaking your head no? Yeah. Like, if they were shaking their head no, then they were more disagreeable to, like, political messages That's that were big. fucking crazy. What do you think 
is happening in Lou's brain when she shakes her head? Do you think she's... She's just one of the meatballs. Yeah, but do you think that <laughs> she feels negatively? Well, I feel like the more she shakes her head, the more she gets uh, rooted in her thought that she doesn't want the meatballs. Like she, yeah. Now she's like, I ain't going to yeah, change my that's mind. True, that's true. Yeah. I've now decided. Now it's, this is now like, it's an argument. Book, I read a book called Strangers to Ourselves. That I love of, the title already. And then you like it? Yes. Like it? It's not as but, good as Through the Looking Glass Sound. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good title. Um, but it talks about this sort of stuff about how you have your, your, uh, your unconscious brain and your conscious brain and how so much of the information that you, that you receive through all your sense organs and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, what makes up your conscious reality is such a small fraction of it. Mm -hmm. And they talk about a lot of this kind of thing about like the split brain and like all that kind of shit. It's fucking wild. Yeah, and uh, brains are cool. So fucking tight. But humans are very flawed, and they don't realize it. Yeah. Yes. And what this book is like trying to like say is like basically, it's like giving you a bunch of like stuff of like you just need to like recognize when you're being primed when you're when these different things are happening, where you can then take a step back and instead of just letting your system one do its thing Mm -hmm. you can like ask yourself the question like okay i recognize this now like is this system one is this or just be like is this am i getting the right like okay here we go let's go and welcome we're gonna go into anchoring Mm. we're gonna go into anchoring because anchoring is crazy anchorage um anchoring (laughs) alaska (laughs) um they did this test where there's a wheel that had numbers one through a hundred on it Okay. Okay. Except what they didn't know is that they were weighted to only stop at 10 or 65. (laughs) Okay. That's fucking annoying. I was going to (laughs) say tight. (laughs) I don't want it to be one of those two numbers. That's annoying. That's fucking annoying. (laughs) (laughs) So they, what they did, so people would spin the wheel and say it'd land on 10. And then they would ask people to estimate the percentage of African countries in the UN. Oof. And then they would say, I don't know, on average, ten. people who got 10, they're, they're on average, their guess was around 20%. And people who got 65, their average was like around like 55. Like it was either just above the 10 if they got 10 or just mm-hmm. below 65 if they got... 65. Cool. Which has nothing to do with the percentage <laughs> of countries that are right. the African countries in the UN. So yeah, it's right. like, so that's, so they've been primed. Like, it, right. It's, in, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, they're like, spin this wheel and that lands on a number and right then and there they ask them yeah. what they think. That's, that is wild. And they said, so like, they'll be like, um, or they'll, yeah, like they'll say, like, Gandhi died at age 114. Is that true or false? False. It's false, dude. Okay, what age did Gandhi die at? 60. 60. Uh, doing that on purpose. 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you guys yeah. Yeah. fight the prime. And fight then, the prime. So they did that. And then for other people, they said Gandhi died at age 35. Is it true or false? They're like, false. And mm-hmm. like, okay, what age did Gandhi die at? And they'd be like, 
50 like <laughs> right they just they don't yeah. go too far away right. from they, that they've number. been anchored they're like there's oh, this anchoring yeah, that happens yeah, 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 where yeah. people just like okay they realize okay that's too low but that must be in the ball but they part. just <laughs> move from that yeah they for some some reason think that whatever information has been given to them is is, is there's a reason why that number right. has been given and so they just they don't stray too far from it so the system one just takes in that number 10 as broad data Right, it's and like, like it doesn't go see. like, and then to be immediately prompted with this question, it like correlates these two things that aren't necessarily related. Yeah, so like <laughs> fucking wild. So to continue, uh, judges they did this with judges, mm-hmm. court judges, <laughs> who Justers. they read a description of a Chester. woman who <laughs> was that. <laughs> He said court judges. I said court jester. She goes, jester. (laughs) In the sound of silence. Go ahead. They read, so judges read a description of uh, a woman who shoplifted. Okay. Oh, Mm -hmm. me. Is that you? (laughs) And proud. (laughs) Mallow. (laughs) Mallow pride. Yeah. And then after they read the description, they asked the judge to roll a dice. And the dice was loaded to come up either three or nine. A okay. die? I thought it was a die if it's just one. Okay, it's a die. Okay, apologies. Um, <laughs> so it came up three or nine. <clears throat> and then they asked the judge, okay, uh, how long would you sentence this woman to jail for in months? And the judges who rolled a three averaged a sentence of five months, and the judges who rolled a nine averaged a sentence of eight months. Jesus. Damn. It's like, the dice has nothing to do with the description, but anchored. That's fucking scary, man. We should not be in charge. We shouldn't be in charge. We need AI overlords, We're not in charge. And here's here's another thing about when you have experts, like judges, whatever. What does that mean? God's in charge, man. Oh, sorry, I forgot about God. <laughs> Excuse me, God, I forgot about Whisper. you. <laughs> so they um, they asked real estate agents to assess the value of a house, um, and then fucking real estate agents are like not that's like not even a real fucking job. I have no, I don't care. Like to <laughs> me, <dead>. real estate <laughs> agents are the exact same as a used car salesman. I Pretty much. take zero. Mm-hmm. Pre- uh, right. uh, Damn. I don't respect their opinion at all. You got to crack sure. a whole can because you <laughs> hope you really can. But <laughs> what this book will maybe help you find because like about yourself mm-hmm. is that because you might see like, okay, this real like, fuck, yeah, this study shows that real estate agents suck. But it's like what you don't realize is that you are susceptible to a lot of the same shit. Like oh, it's, yeah. It's like. It's a, the book does make this point about how easy it is to, to see other people's flaws, but like not see your not own. Not see your own. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about mine then for a little bit. Bring it up. So they uh, asked real estate agents to assess the value of a house. Too friendly. So they had the whole booklet. They had a booklet of like all the information. <laughs> Sorry, I'm that's it's it. Okay. That's last one. No, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. They had a, you know, whatever. They had a pamphlet of like all the information about a house. Yeah. Except one, some real estate agents got one that had a lower asking price. Others had one that had a higher asking price. And then they said, okay, how much would you sell this house for? And they, they told them specifically, don't, um, like, 
just like evaluate the house on its own. Don't let the asking price influence Mm -hmm. how much you would think. And even with that said, like the ones with the lower asking price. I would think that would almost make it worse. Because now you're like introducing, now you're like cementing the asking price as a piece of data that's important. But should uh, but, be withheld. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But um, actually, I don't remember if they specifically told them that. Oh, okay. But they're mm-hmm. basically like, you, they told them like assess the the house based on like, you know, where it is. Like just here yeah. is the information mm-hmm. for the house. Like what should it cost? Right. So as a real estate agent, you would think like, hey, that they would be able to decide what the value of the house is and not be just go off whatever fucking number is in the fucking Mm -hmm. book. But, you know, Mm -hmm. the lower number, they were closer to the lower number and the people who got the higher number, they were closer to the higher number. Yeah. And then they did the same thing with regular people, not real estate agents. (laughs) And they, they did the same thing. The only difference was that when told like, like you were probably anchored by this number. Mm hmm. The regular people accepted that as a resp- like as a explanation for why they chose the number. Uh-huh. Like they accepted that they were anchored. Oh, because they don't didn't believe it. They're or? like, okay, yeah, they accepted. They're like, okay, I believe that. Yeah, that I was influenced by the asking price right. in these scenarios. Whereas the real estate agents denied. They they all would like because no, it's no, no, like no. boosting their ego. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, I'm an expert. I was not influenced yeah. by it. Where it, all the data clearly shows they were. Yeah. Interesting. So it's like. Yeah, experts, there is that flaw with experts where it's like mm-hmm. now they have less of a willingness to um, challenge themselves right. in that mm-hmm. way. Cool stuff. <laughs> Pretty tight. Um, then there's framing, how you frame things. Mm, very mm-hmm. familiar. Um, <laughs> used to be a frame. It's a big thing. <laughs> like they, they asked, they uh here, I posit you this, okay? Okay. Posit these nuts in your ways. Uh, <laughs> say you uh, receive fifty dollars. Uh-huh. Okay, you following me? Mm-hmm. Would you rather keep twenty dollars of that fifty, or take a gamble where there's a sixty percent chance you keep get 20. nothing, or a forty percent chance that you keep all fifty? Keep twenty. You want to keep twenty? Yeah, because I don't. Even, I don't want to. I forgot what you said. I don't want to do any. Give me twenty dollars, man. I don't want to go through the effort of understanding the, the latter half. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and so there's no effort, by the way, if you just listen to the words. Listen oh, to the words. Take a gamble. <laughs> Where are you? Forty. Give me a chance. I. I. It's. It, the, <laughs> this problem only works yeah. with the sixty forty odds. But it would mm-hmm. like just say like okay if you flip a coin, mm-hmm. say would you rather take the twenty dollars take twenty, or you could flip a coin, and heads is you get nothing and tails is you get to keep all fifty. I mean, it, fifty is a weird dollar value. Also, <laughs> you know where it's like it's not bad to have. But it's also not like devastating to lose. What would you rather have? What would you rather? Twenty pay? bucks. Okay, I want to fit. I want fifty. So you flip. The, so you take the chance. Because twenty isn't devastating to lose either. I know. Might as well just go for the fifty. I'm confused about what I want to do. 
Okay, what I'm, okay. <laughs> I guess this maybe doesn't work with verbally and you guys can't see it. Um, okay. And it, the, the, the coin flipping does make it easier to ex- try and do the 50. It's important that it's six, you have higher odds oh. of, of losing. losing. Oh, yeah. So would you rather take the 20 or risk a 40% chance to keep all 50? I said I keep the $200, t- $500. $200. You take the 200? I thought we were talking about 20 and 50. I'm raising it up now. Oh, oh, um you've been given $500 to say you can keep 200 or you have a 40% chance to keep all 500 and a 60% chance to have nothing. I also might not be like your your average person to ask about this because I don't take a lot of. It's risks rough because I still money. wanted I still wanted five hundred dollars, but I feel like you go up if that two hundred is now two thousand dollars. Okay, it's two thousand. You've been given five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You can either keep, but it's in my hands. Yeah, but you can either keep two thousand. You can keep two thousand of it. Why have they given me five thousand dollars? Five thousand is right here on the table. Okay, you can keep two thousand, mm-hmm. or you could take the gamble. And there's a sixty percent chance you get nothing, or a forty percent chance that you get all five thousand. And uh, um, can I ask a question? What? How? What? Are, what are the? Uh, what's the catalyst for figuring out? Is that the right word for? Fi- what's the mode of? What's the game we're playing? It's just. It's just you. It's you deciding what you would rather do. Yeah. For your personal. No, no, no. Self. I'm saying, what's the chance? What? what where does that come from? If it's mean? not flipping a coin, that's 50-50. What are we doing? You're spinning, You're spinning a, a wheel. wheel. Okay. Where the numbers are defined such yes, that it doesn't matter. 60%. That's a pie chart. Yeah. Yes. 40 is pretty good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to the five. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time just asking you guys because you guys are obviously in the mindset to try and like, beat this figure game it out. because yeah, of yeah, what exactly. the topic is. No, exactly. I think I really would keep the 2,000. Okay. And I you? Really yeah, did. I need to take five. You're gonna take five. You're gonna take the, the gamble. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jamal's doing that because probably of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but why? Because also, that's the right answer. No, it's not the right answer. But I'm just saying, okay. like, because you're like, yeah, yeah. Well, we are. We're already. We're all pre-primed to try and figure this. out. But let out. me ask you this, Morgan. If mm-hmm. say, um, five thousand dollars. Yes. Now you either will lose. $3,000 of your own money. Like you have the 5,000 get you will either lose $3,000 mm-hmm. or 60% chance that you will lose all 500 or 40% chance that you get to keep it all. I'm sorry. Oh, the same it's the same problem. It's the same problem. Yeah. I I see I have a little bit of an insight into this cuz it's also in I think it's the righteous mind, but I'm not sure. Yeah. It's not really like yeah, I didn't really bring this up to actually really play the game sure, with you guys. Sure, yeah. It's sure. more of, to talk about the framing of it. Because yeah. people, people are more, they they hate the idea of losing something yeah. they have. Mm-hmm. If, someone, if you frame it in the, in the sense of losing, then they're more risk-taking. Yeah. They're more like, okay, I'll take the gamble to try and keep everything. Yeah. Um, whereas if you have an, if you frame it with like gain, like you'll gain this, then people are more risk-averse. And they're like, no, no, I'd rather just take what I can gain mm-hmm. and not lose. Yeah. And it's the same fucking shit. Yeah, same yeah. shit either way. And they did, um, um, like, for example, like, okay, so here's another one. Uh, 
They, uh, it's called the Asian disease problem. Hell yeah. COVID. Okay. <laughs> Imagine that the United States is preparing for an outbreak of an unusual Asian <laughs> disease. Get the fuck out. When did this come out? 2017. Yeah. Fuck I mean, yeah, Asia is not, it's not unheard of for them to release diseases. It's just funny. Okay. <laughs> this Asian disease is expected to kill 600 people. Not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Like a high school. Two alternative <laughs> programs to combat the disease have been proposed. Assume uh, that the exact scientific estimates of the consequences of the programs are as follows. Program A, if program A is adopted, 200 people will be saved. If program B is adopted, there's a one-third probability that 600 people will be saved, everyone will be saved, but a two-thirds probability that no one will be saved. Okay. Ah! What do you accept? You have Pro- to say Program A or program B? What was A again? 200 people will be saved. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you have to. Um, okay, now here, here we go. Ready? Yeah. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Same scenario. Asian disease expected to kill 600. Two programs are proposed. Program A... Kills. If you adopt program A, 400 people will die. Mm-hmm. If you adopt program B, there's a one-third probability yeah. that nobody will die and a two-thirds probability that everyone will die. This is a very, um, this is really bringing the picture into focus for me because this I feel much more strongly about. She cares more about human life than money, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like I, I feel it in reverse more. Too kind. Yeah. <laughs> Too friendly. <laughs> but no, what would you what would you adopt, Jamal? Program A or Program B? Program A is adopted, four hundred people will die. If Program B is adopted, one third probability that no one will die, and two thirds probability that six hundred people will die. Well, when you put you it that way, gotta go with B. I want to go with B. You got you want to go with B now, mm-hmm. but they're exactly the they're same. Exactly the same. They're exactly the same. Yeah, that is wild, and I almost can't even reverse myself out of it. Framing. <laughs> Can and you? Have you and read even policy. The thing that this talks about is how, like, policymakers and all these people—they're susceptible to all these same. Fr- like, when right. the people pass laws, it's all about how they frame it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, and so it's That's like people like nuts. who get like all up in arms about the way something is like sold to them. Yeah. When it's like, and the other side is all like, no, it's a good thing. Everyone's like on the other side is like, it's a bad thing. It's like. Obviously, like whatever media they're consuming is framing yeah, it in a way that, of course, it's all this framing. That's this uh, this question in particular it brings me back to again a little game I'd like to play with myself when I was pregnant with the Dragonborn uh, of the percentages of kids that have X or Y or Z, and chromosomes, then, <laughs> and then thinking of it in terms of. What then is the percentage of kids who do not have that? Like, right, two yeah. percent of kids get you know cerebral palsy. So there's a ninety eight percent chance that my baby will not, you know, whatever. Right, but you're just yeah. focusing on that too. Percent. No, I I was intentionally seeking it. out the yeah yeah the, the reassurance the yeah. negative framing because I was out of my fucking mind when yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, no, they go into a lot of examples very similar to that about like, like, 
this product will kill 10,000 people in America or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And instead of realizing that that's the same as saying like 0.0001% of people will die. Yeah. Yeah. You take the whole population of America. Yeah. Pretty crazy. There's a pretty um, cool thing that's happening. Like with organ donation, Mm -hmm. um, there's almost a hundred percent people are organ donors in Austria. Uh, whereas in Germany, only 12% of people are. Um, 86% of people in Sweden are uh, organ donors, whereas only 4% of people in Denmark are uh. organ donors. What's the difference between these countries? Uh, the ones that have a low percentage have opt-in Forms, whereas the mm. people that have high percentages have opt out. Yeah. So the default right. is that you're an organ donor and you have to opt out. That's right. and then smart as fuck. Super high. Yeah. <laughs> people, people always tend to go with the default option. Right. And the acts of commission of like I have to actually do something, mm-hmm. it makes it gives people unease or like oh now I have to think about it or whatever. It, instead of like, like just accepting. I'll just get to it later I, or whatever. So if, if you, whatever default option you give them, they assume like, okay, life is normal. That's the, that's a good choice. That's what everybody's doing. It's yeah, just so whatever. It's like, it's I was a crazy just talking wild. to somebody today about virtual meetings versus in-person meetings and why virtual isn't as good, but like obviously like. Better than nothing. Better than nothing, yeah. And I, I wouldn't make a meeting at all if I didn't go to virtual meetings. So. Um, but I was saying how the, because you have to take an action to share and mute yourself, you have to push a button and then you start sharing. People mm. are much less likely to speak up because they don't, they don't get like swept up in like the momentum. Oh of my the, God, I have to unmute. Yeah. Yeah. And Hurry. It, it's, it's, and I swear I'm the convinced same with team, just meetings at work. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Like I'd rather just like. Right. Let this meeting end. Yeah. Whereas, right. like, if we we're all in person and I had a thought, I might just like say it. Right. Yeah. As opposed to being like, yeah, there's something about the unmuting of being like, this I have is important. To yeah. Say. I'm buzzing in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then everyone else has to stop stop talking and yeah. like, yeah. No one can be talking at the same time because no no one can hear shit. Right. Mm-hmm. When it's in a fucking computer. Yeah. yeah it it's really. It's now. really. Some personality types really thrive on it. But yep. the mm-hmm. average doesn't. I don't know if he yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can really hold court, can you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, tons of shit, tons of cool shit in here. That was nice. all the examples that I came prepared with. Thank but you, that's Jordan. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just like, every, there's so many. Like, every single time you see, like, just like a section like this, it's mm-hmm. a new study that he's like, oh, check, out, check out this. Yeah, it randomly opened to page 162. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bjorn Borg was the dominant tennis player of the day. When study was con- conducted, uh, these were the, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. Um, um, but I wanted to give a different example. <laughs> <laughs> but this okay. is actually really cool. Um, Oh, yeah, okay. Linda. Let's talk about Linda for a okay. second, okay? Um, what do you think the odds are? Or not the odds. What am I trying to say here? Um, the odds are good, but the goods are all. They ask these people to rank Bank. Uh, in, in order of likelihood uh, what Linda is 
after this, they give this description of Linda, okay? Linda is a thir- is 31 years old, single, outspoken, and very bright. She majored in philosophy. As a student, she was deeply concerned with issues of discrimination and social justice and also participated in anti-nuclear demonstrations. Okay, that's a description of Linda. Okay. Then they say, um, here's a list of descriptions of Linda. And you tell me which one you think is like the most descriptive of, or like you rank them in like likelihood of who Linda is. Okay. Linda is a teacher in elementary school. Linda works in a bookstore and takes yoga classes. Linda is, are you writing these down, Maureen? Yeah. Let me know when you want to I don't know more. how else to rank them. Ready? Linda is active in the feminist movement. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Linda is a psychiatric social worker. Okay. Linda is a member. Wait, 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 wait. It's too fast. Just say mm-hmm. social worker. You don't need right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like psych- Psychiatrics. <laughs> Ready? Linda is a member of the League of Women Voters. Mm-hmm. This study was done back when I guess that was a thing. Um, <laughs> like like nineteen fucking fifty. Like <laughs> Linda is a bank teller. Oh, well, how many fucking options are there? Jesus Christ. League of Women's two, Voters, um, bank teller. Okay, I'm a baker. Okay, <laughs> Linda is an insurance salesperson. Okay, and then the last one, Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement. Okay. Yeah. So rank them. I already, but I, I already know. You know what? <laughs> I know that. <laughs> So bank teller and it's it's less likely she would be both things. So if yeah, you tack, so knows exactly where this is going. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you tack them on, even though because you're very inclined to okay, say so she's right, part but of the rank, feminist them, rank, rank them. So oh, yeah. most people they would rank when they're just like what like whatever the yoga class she takes yoga classes the feminist movement those would rank high. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Those would rank high. And then near the bottom would be the bank teller, insurance salesman, bank teller, feminist. But people would rank. Linda is a bank teller and active in the feminist movement higher right. than bank teller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it statistically, statistically, it's there's higher odds that she's just a bank teller than she's a bank teller and she's in the. When you add an and, you're fucking, it's the Venn diagram. Right. Is yeah. That is interesting. So there's like an active, it's almost like when you hear Linda's a bank teller. You go, and then you hear Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement. You assume the Linda is a bank teller by itself is Linda is a bank teller and that's, is not in the right. feminist movement. But that's not what it's saying. Yeah. Right. Right. Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement. And is Marianne Encompasses now. Linda is a bank teller. <laughs> yeah, and she's Marianne now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good example. So they did that study. And there's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Whatever people got like jumbled up in the numbers, but then they did it again and they just straight up asked them. They gave them the same description and they Mm. said, which alternative is more probable? Linda is a bank teller. Mm. Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement. Way higher. They just gave one. Yeah. And ever, and yeah, the second choice. That's wild. Got picked more often. They're like, and then they would tell the people, you realize you're making a logical fallacy. Yeah. A mathematical error. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty. It's like that fucking. It's not like that at all, but similar to that fucking. That thing on the Young Turks with what's his fucking face and Sam Harris. Mm-hmm. 
about how I don't remember exactly what the setup is, but how it's oh, it's how it's more preposterous to be a Mormon than it is to be a Christian. It's because you have to also believe in Christianity to get to Mormonism. Yeah, and he's like, you're, you're, "We can't say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, they're equally preposterous." He's like, "No, they're not. Yeah. It's math." <laughs> yeah, you have to believe yeah, two exact, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to just be like, they're both preposterous. Like, yeah. Now you're just like painting things black and white. It's like, yeah. can we? You get it? Well, you have to get into the shades of gray if you yeah. really want to talk about things. Right. So why not be more specific about which yeah. is more preposterous? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and they did this thing about. Um, you're like, here's like a set of dishes. Uh-huh. Like, you get eight plates, all in good condition. Uh, eight bowls, all in good condition. Uh, eight cups, all in good condition. Uh, <laughs> like, how much would you value this? And they're like, oh, like 30 bucks or whatever. And then for different people, they said, uh, same exact set, except they added um, eight saucers, two of which are broken. Oh, so you get damaged s- goods. There's six more good dishes in this thing, but because there's two broken dishes, it's a pile added, of shit. They're yeah. like they valued it lower. Yeah, than the smaller. The set. same people or there just is different almost... people asked just oh, that. Um, I, I don't remember how this study was conducted, but it basically that, it shook right? out. I, I I think it's cause well, it of... wasn't after one after another. It wasn't like. Tainted in any way. Yeah. What it brings up for me, if I may opine, uh, is I don't know. There's like some with the first scenario, you can delude yourself pretty easily that no one has used them. And in the second one, you have to really confront that these are used. Mm. What if they just got broken in shipping? Pile of shit. Probably the fucking shit. moving company fucked with that shit. Anyways, a lot of fucking... You'd probably really like this book, Morgan. Thank you. You like it too, Jamal. Thanks. But, <laughs> but you don't think I'm going to read it. But it's a, it's a big thick <laughs> key. It's a big thick I, 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 I mean, I bought it. I would love to read it. So, um, But yeah, it's just one of those ones where it's like, do I really want to spend the next fucking six months reading this? You know what I'm saying? I read it a week and a half. Yeah, I know. And you're on the fucking read tear. I am. I read... I read a lot. You read a lot. Jamal, what movies? Did you watch any movies since the last time we potted? No. you have anything to bring up? You have a zero? Body. I'm specifically I really throwing body. it to Me you too. first because you complained on the podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're like, you always make me do a list and everyone poo-poo at the end. Yeah, everyone's trying to wrap up. And uh, meanwhile, I'm like, okay. I so I wanted to go to you first before I went No, I'm not mind. mad. I'm not mad. Why no, I'm just like I'm, not, mad. I'm, not, I'm not mad either. You're mad. I'm saying, I just. Said, I want to throw to you first and you shoot me down. I'm like, I'm not. No, I don't care that you shoot me down. I'm not shooting you down. No, all I'm saying is I'm drawing attention to the fact that I'm, that's why I'm doing it. No, I, of course. Okay. And I appreciate it. You're welcome. I just have a, <laughs> we just have a batch of fucking Pixar movies. I watch, I started watching Big Vape. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I haven't finished it in any sense. Big Vape, King Tape. Um, did you know, and I'm in, so in the intro, you know, there's, they're kind of, uh, it begins by talking about tobacco use in general and uh-huh. smoking. And how vaping was initially like, they, they pitched it as like this thing to help people quit smoking. Like, it's still being pitched that way. Sure. Right. As an sure. alternative to what's that gum called? 
<laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, what? Nicorette gum? <laughs> yeah, Nicorette gum. <laughs> <laughs> and... Kinky Kang Black Vinegar. <laughs> they said... They said this. This is going to make me sound Boop, really gum. dumb, but I did yeah. want to... Br- and there's something else in the first episode that I meant to, like... I couldn't tell if I thought it was funny just like at the time and I would would be embarrassed to tell you guys it was funny, but I can't remember what it is at all at, all at this point. So anyway, but what they did say <laughs> embarrassing was they were talking about people who smoke cigarettes and they throw this fact out, which it might be true, but I mean I guess there's no like quantitative parameters on it. But they say that if you are a smoker, a regular smoker, you will almost certainly die from smoking. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost guaranteed, which I didn't realize it was that. Yeah, I didn't realize there was not any wiggle there. Well, I think it, the reason why they can claim that is because, barring a tragic accident, uh-huh. you go to term. But whatever bodily function fails is probably due to the yeah. right poison of the cigarette. Yeah. Like they can probably just attribute it to that. Like, oh, you're, even if it's not your lungs, mm-hmm. you, you can't just feel it in your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can probably feel it in your liver, feel it right. in your yeah. blood or like yeah. whatever mouth cancer that you're getting. Like yeah. it's all like all the organs probably would have fared better had they not been bombarded with oh, the, probably, the yes, poisons right, that are going through your bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's all I got. Yeah, it's a gross, babe. gross habit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, was, I watched some Pixar movies with that with Lucy. Pixar. Yeah. What about me? Pumar. Pumar is for Spanish for smoke. Um, oh. what, you watched some with me too? Yeah. Can I just say that I love family? You can say it. I love family. <laughs> so fun. Oh, Hannah. Yeah. You guys watch that? Okay. That's Jordan has a very rig- as you might. Well, I'm getting suggest, through the Pixar's. Sure. We have a rigorous, you know, a, a syllabus. A rigorous list. Well, when I'm gone and when I'm when I go to Chicago, you can go fucking go ham. You can watch I'm Treasure watch Planet. Toy Story three. You can watch Toy Story three, and you can watch fucking um, any of the non Pixar's. You can watch okay. uh, that you've been trying to watch. You're like, why don't we Little Mermaid? I said Beating, Beating the Beast. I said Snow Whites. When we, can we watch fucking Mr. Flanagan goes to Mr. Washington? Go I have to there. pee badly. All right, hang in there. Um, be Brave. <laughs> the oh. first Pixar movie. Yeah, is this movie Mom good? I like this movie. I like that it's a relationship, a mother-daughter relationship. I feel like that's... Great, now we can't shit on it. <laughs> it is a mother-daughter. Um, yeah, there's things about it that I that I enjoy. I will say that it does have the feeling of the lesser Pixar's. It's as a, far it's as a like, Luca. Mm, I th- I'd yeah, say it's, I think it's, it's a little better, bit better than Luca. Luca. Mm-hmm. But it's no inside it's, out. That's the, that's the system it's too. It's no that inside it to. out the though. Belongs. Yeah. Where it's like the yeah like there's almost like a budget thing going on. It's like all the the animation is pretty. Like they're good sure. at the animation, and it's. Here's the thing about good animation. Mm-hmm. It's going it, to, like, it ages out. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. Actually, not even eventually. Like, 
Like, let me skip to the most recent one we just saw. The good dinosaur. We saw the good <laughs> a sooner version of eventually. Yeah. Like, I, I meant to say, like... <laughs> not even eventually. Because <laughs> eventually is not what I meant. I meant, like, um, certainly. Yeah. Inevitably. Right. Yes. Thank you. So... <laughs> right. We watched the Which good... Which is a synonym. Inevitable was the word, though. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the good dinosaur... Now, I'm watching this movie and being I've like... I've only seen the same part of this movie twice. <laughs> the movie <laughs> the gets... Beginning. The movie in the middle section, when the boy arrives, it gets a little better. Like, when he's, like, friends with the boy at first, and they're, like, the adventures they're having, uh-huh. just as him and the boy. Those, that, I would say, is the highlight of the movie. Um, and I remember, but I have to actively engage my system <laughs> to memory here uh-huh. to remember... At the time, being like the animation here is really pretty, like the they, yeah. the water is really good and yeah. stuff. But now, that's all fucking done and said with. So when you go back in time, <laughs> like when you try to watch this movie, I'm not I'm not now watching this movie, being like, impressed whoa. by the animation. It does so look I'm, good though. So I'm taking it. Yeah, I mean, it holds up in a way where it's not distractingly bad. Right. It's like okay, this is a well animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But it doesn't <clears throat> blow me away. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like maybe it's it once like did, or maybe that was the the hook of it when mm-hmm. it first came out. Now that hook is gone. Yeah. So now it just it just left to stand on its own for dinosaur legs, and I just mm-hmm. feel like this movie is fucking. Womp womp. It's womp womp. It's fucking mm-hmm. not that good at all. Yeah. It's like a nothing movie when it comes... Like, it's like all of it the is story animation. Is, and it's a nothing story. Easy nothing. It's like, like no lost boy story travels it, home. Yeah, has adventures mm-hmm. to get brave to find his way home. <laughs> it's like, fucking yeah. crazy simple. It's, yeah, it's just a super simple... <laughs> like, the more... It's, it's like the difference between... Like the two categories of Pixar movies, the ones where you got the Luca and the Brave and the Good Dinosaur, is like these ones feel like they are more just tuned for children. Like I'm watching a right. kid's movie, whereas there's the upper, higher level ones where it's like these ones are almost like for this adults is for the whole thing that are that kids are allowed to watch. I wonder yeah. almost, if they this is like put, a film that kids right. are allowed to watch. Like maybe it is a budget thing. Like maybe they don't put any budget into s- story development. I think it is like just as far as maybe like the top dogs, the Andrew Stans, yeah. the John Lasseters who are making em. the big ones. Like now they're they're asking prices higher and they're working on projects that um I don't know. They care they, about that they <laughs> are given the time as opposed to like being on like the yearly schedule where we have to drop mm-hmm. one every year. So like okay, we're gonna have a sub a crew sub work on this over. Um, so we watched Brave. The, the interns. We watched uh, Good Dinosaur. I mean, this is where we put Turning Red, correct? That's what yeah. I was going to mention next. Turning Red is what we saw. Of course, Turning Red is there. Yeah. Is in this okay. category. Um, Turning Red, I think, is not bad. Mm-hmm. No. There's just something, there's just, I mean, well, I mean we've talked about it on the pod, but her mm-hmm. mom, I, I don't get it. I don't get how, like... I don't get it. I don't. I, I don't either. I don't remember. Maybe it's a foreign getaway with. Well, her mom. <laughs> her mom reacts in these insane, insane ways. Yeah. Like literally humiliates the fuck out of her 
twelve year old daughter. Yeah. In yeah. front of the cute guy and, right. and like all of his, which friends. is fine. Like parents will embarrass their children, mm-hmm. but the, how she embarrasses her makes zero sense. Like, like what'd you do to her? She finds yeah. she finds the notebook where she had written like she had drawn the gas station attendant boy uh-huh. as like you know with hearts around him or something, mm-hmm. and she storms to the gas station and like like what have you been doing with my daughter right and it's like Isn't what saying. the fuck you're an adult <laughs> yeah. what are you fucking cr- yeah and you were once a child and you don't understand right. what the fuck actually happened there right it's insane yeah but let's be clear without, without speaking at all to her daughter by the way like just right. as soon as she sees yeah. it it's a storm it's blind rage to the gas station and then more shit happens where her mom is just like i don't get this character like they're trying to be like whatever strict Asian parents or something, but the way that she acts is so insane. It really is. Mm. She know she has the knowledge that her daughter will turn into a fucking red panda. I know. Mm-hmm. And she, when your daughter turns into a red panda, she thought she had more time. And mind you, <laughs> she thinks she's on. Her daughter gets her first period. Yeah. And then there's still a time. There's still a moment in the movie where she has yet to believe that her daughter is becoming a red panda when yeah. it's like clearly that's when it happens mm-hmm. and she doesn't she doesn't let on that she believes it's like a fucking you it's like a rewatch and you realize like why doesn't she fucking immediately like right. oh she's probably turning into a red fucking panda right now no right. she's just like here's a bunch of tampons right yeah i think the movie would work better if it wasn't more metaphorical like she just is on her period and yes. going through puberty as yes. opposed to that's like, seriously a she's actually supernaturally a crazy and hoeing herself out. She's Kung Fu Panda. It's fucking crazy. Selling selling herself on the streets. Yeah, I mean. Now that she's a woman. Wait, what? In the real life story, she just starts her period and starts hooking instead of taking photos with people as the Red Panda. Is where I was oh, going. Because she could okay. still become a red panda. That, that part is a metaphor for <laughs> yeah. prostitution. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, there's just a lot of things about this movie. Just a rough like, cut. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the uh, last movie that we saw, Pixar Wise Toy Story 4. And this one is in the uh, upper echelon. Is in the upper echelon of Pixar movies. I know, sure. but it's my least of favorite of the Toy Story. Well, actually, I, I don't know two very well. I'd have to rewatch two. I need to rewatch Toy Story 2. And I'm, here's the thing. The way that you're reacting, though, to be like, oh, this is like the worst. It's like, you're talking about the worst one of like- It's very good. The best movies. It's very good. Yeah. Pixar I didn't mean yeah. to offend. Uh, oh, but I agree. I mean, there is something about Toy Story 4. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, it's good. fucking- It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. But there is something about that, and that's not just that. There's other things about Toy Story 4 that make it feel- Far from in the matting some way, crowd. Far from the matting <laughs> crowd is what I was gonna say. No, just sort of distance from the trilogy. I thought that as well as characters when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Upon rewatch, I actually like it a lot more. Okay, as far as like how it fits in and like how mm-hmm. it actually does feel. I think the be- the first half of the movie works uh, really well. Okay. I think the second half is like when it gets into like Buzz being like my inner voice, like mm-hmm. that stuff is like mm-hmm. whatever. Like they really give Buzz short shrift. But I, I hear Toy yeah. Story Five is really going to put Buzz in the spotlight. I must. Woody's uh, spoiler alert. Woody's gone. What? 
But then Woody's what? also going to make a return, which is like, that's kind of bad because Toy yeah. Story 4 really gave him a good send-off. Yeah. Oh, oh. And they also said Wait. the rumors are that Andy's coming back in Toy Story 5, which I'm like, that's Toy Story that's, 3's ending. That's the best ending yeah, in Toy fu- Story. This, this is going to be the worst one. So when what? is it? I don't when know is, anything about what? this. There's Toy Story no, 5? There's no release date yet, but oh. it's just yeah. in production. Okay, they're, I just they're, know that They're making it. All right. Yeah. Um, they're saying what to... The, when I, we're like, Woody's gone. You're like, wait, what? But no, I think the stuff with like Forky in the very beginning, I think it's uh-huh. all great. I, think it's I like good, Forky. It's all really good stuff. Trash. I think Forky's a great character. Mm. I think there's some other characters in the movie that are not great. I think the little cop, Tyke. Yeah. That is like what about Peep's the, friend. She sucks. What about the female dinosaur? She's fine. She's, she's You're talking about the Flight of the Concords mega fan? What? Is that who that who is that who plays That's that? who voices her, yeah. Who? The little cop? No, no, no. The the dinosaur. Oh, female why dinosaur. are you looking at me? That's Morgan brought the dinosaur. I'm talking about I'm the just cop. Just talking out loud. <laughs> I'm looking right at me. <laughs> so you're making me think that you're referring to a I voice know to the character that I brought up. I know why you think that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but let it go. <laughs> So that character is not very good. And then I, I think the um, Keegan-Michael Key and whoever the fuck was. Is he it. in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're the, playing the, the, the stuffed animal duck duo. I think the, they're, they're a little mid. Yeah, they're mid. They're pretty, they're though, mid. pretty colored. Mm-hmm. Again, the animation is the, all So great. it's Keegan-Michael Key and the other one's not Jordan Beale. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't think it is, but uh yeah there's i don't know there's things about it for sure that make me just feel yeah mainly it's buzz that yeah. makes me feel a little like okay like the all the other toys besides woody are kind of all just in pot, the RV. they're all just piled yeah. up yeah. yeah and they all it's like it doesn't feel like a buddy like yeah team thing happening which mm-hmm. i guess whatever the first toy story is not really that all those toys are just kind of like in the background so the opposite there's at the window. There's still a crowd, but they're not like at the forefront. Like they're all working as like a team in Toy Story Four. They're fucking working the pedals and all that fucking shit. Yeah, but, but I mean Toy Story Three, three they all shine like or whatever. Yeah, like with the it's like a mm-hmm. prison breakout thing, right? Which is great. But um, I, what I love about Toy Story One, and we talked about this, is that Buddy, Buddy, <laughs> Woody, and but there's their. Uh, Whatever they're fucking celebrities. Them as buddy. Them as buddy. <laughs> Pal. <laughs> Woody and Buzz are at odds. They don't yeah. fucking like each other. Yeah. And it like makes that. for a fucking hilarious dynamic. Yeah. Them becoming friends. Well, it's because Buzz is so dumb or he's just ignorant of the toy world and right and how much that frustrates woody and like yeah he can't get it through his head and now he, right and then all the toys fucking hate woody he's yeah. a real yeah, yeah. fucking ethan hunt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> situation uh yeah it's great yeah it's toy story one really is a fucking mm-hmm. excellent movie and you got mrs nesbitt yeah. they didn't top mrs nesbitt in any of them come on I don't know, fucking... There's never been a greater character than Mrs. Nesbitt in any Pixar movie, I think. Any character? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Buzz being the prison warden in Toy Story 3 is pretty funny. I don't know. It lasts longer, I guess, but Mrs. Nesbitt, come on. What does he say in Toy Story 3, remember? You spend the night in the box. In the box. Yeah. If yeah. You, <laughs> in the box. Which is standing on the shoulders of some film, I assume. I think it's Cool Hand right, Luke or some shit. Sure, but it's well done in Toy Story 3. 
it's yeah, not like no, it's, it's great. Is it? It's obvious. Ms. Nesbit, that's that ain't based on shit. That is pure originality. Word. It's also had. Um, it's got the nostalgia. Seen it when you're young. Seen it a lot. Seen it like ooh, quoting it. It's got yeah, for sure. Seen it like ooh, quoting it. Ooh, quoting it. Anyways, that's the podcast. Everybody, thank you. Me too. I'm trying. Whenever I try to end it, and you you push it back. I mean, every time. Classic fashion. Hey, I got a P two, man. But I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Would you like me to end the podcast? See, this is why. This is why I really appreciate that you tried to bring up my movies now, because then this would steamroll the whole thing. <laughs> I'd have been in the middle talking about The Last Samurai or whatever, and she would have been like, I have to pee. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, quit talking, put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs>